The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The best things in life, they come in twos. Two scoops of ice cream, two tacos. And now for a limited time, get our best deal of the year. Buy any phone when you switch to Consumer Cellular and get two months of service free. That's right, the same fast, reliable nationwide coverage as Big Wireless, now with two months free. Proof the best things in life really do come in twos. Visit ConsumerCellular.com or call 1-888-FREEDOM. Second and third month of monthly base service fee waived for new customers with the purchase of a phone and activation by July 31st, 2024. Taxes, fees, and third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome. We're on the radio live from 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock. You can hear the show again and again and again on the iHeart app. John and Ken on demand, the podcast. Yeah, all right. Well, we got a lot of good stuff to get to. If you are uh, always intrigued by the topic of voter fraud, we'll be talking to Carl DeMaio later this hour from Reform California and also a talk show host on Coco Radio down in San Diego. And uh, they're putting out a report on some prospective uh, voter fraud that appears, of course, to have been overlooked. You'll find out what that is. And in one hour, we're going to talk to a woman that used to be a San Bernardino County Sheriff's deputy. She got attacked by apparently a man with schizophrenia. It was caught on part of it cell phone video well the jury decided that he's pretty much not guilty of all the charges and uh, she's left in shock she is no longer a san bernardino county sheriff's deputy but we will talk to her about this uh, complete screw over from the criminal justice system in about an hour uh one of the lead stories although this part of it i like better than others is that uh, mayor bassetti is uh, got covid 19. why uh, is she announcing this this is stupid it's June of 2023. Who announces that they, they had a cold or they have a cold? Perfect, because you led right into my favorite part of the story. She's had to cancel her schedule. You see, reporters look to see where the mayor is going to be appearing and whether or not they want to cover her schedule for the day. She uh, apparently could not lead a press lunch today. Wait for this. To officially announce it, Indonesia is the country that will be celebrated at this year's annual Lotus Festival at Echo Park. Now, I, for one, was waiting for that announcement. Wait, so if you wanted to know who, which country will be uh, celebrated at this year's Lotus Festival what is in Echo a Lo Park. What, what is a Lotus Festival? I, it's some sort of Asian tradition, I guess. 
I, I don't know. Shouldn't she be doing outreach and getting uh, vagrants off the street? Uh, wait, she was also going to attend the LIUNA Local 300 Scholarship Dinner to address and L-I-U-N-A. Yeah, that's a, a union. It's that's an acronym. Oh. Stands for something. La, Liuna. I, I don't know. I see. I, I have to look that one up. I didn't do that. But uh, that was one of her other big events today. And uh, so, I, sorry, John, she wasn't going to go and cure homelessness. I, I think she ought, she ought to be dismantling tents. That's she what is, she was elected to do. But, but, she you know, is vaccinated and boosted. Well, but, all right, so what, but why do people announce this stuff still? I and they think some of the public who, wants to know. Who's, all right, find me one person. Well, everyone's one reporting it like it's breaking news. One, so. one guy. Yeah, that's another thing. Why is why, why is any any news announcing it? What, I, so she's not feeling good. So, yeah, I thought that story was over with. It's not. People are still testing no, positive. No, the, the story is over. But there's no, she's this... got to work remotely. She will not be making appearances. <laughs> we don't know what she's how she's feeling. <laughs> Do we care? No. They're saying that Nobody she's doing cares. well. Nobody cares. What's the word? Oh, feeling fine. It will continue to work remotely as she follows so she, public health guidelines. So she doesn't even, she doesn't have any symptoms that are worth talking about. Didn't say that. Well, you she's, could be feeling fine, but have some symptoms. That I said symptoms worth talking about. Symptoms if, worth talking if about. If you're feeling fine and you're working anyway, then whatever you've got isn't worth a discussion. Isn't worth a headline, a press release, a Twitter thing. Oh, my God. They're really just Stuck in that rotted, that that black hole of time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Canada's starting to look like California 2020. If you remember back in 2020 with everything else that was going on to fund the police, we had a lot of fires that summer. Remember all those, uh, what do they call them, complex fires because of lightning strikes up in the middle of the state? Well, those were, that's when you had two big fires that would merge. Oh, that's what it was called. It created right. a, uh, a complex. A complex. You know, Fires like, merging. Like like uh, two big condo buildings yes. connecting. Well, Canada's going through what we went through that year, and I'm only bringing it up because we've gone through fire years before, but that's the last time we had these discussions. Uh, is it climate change? And apparently that's what the Prime Minister of Canada, uh, the soy boy, Justin Trudeau, yeah. is claiming. Prime Minister Nullo. Because the other side is claiming, uh-uh, and this, this is going to sound familiar, poor forest management, not enough prescribed burns, not taking care of the dead timber. They have is been, that, does all of this sound familiar to listeners? Because, because him and his twin soy boy, Newsom, both of them have been warned for years and years that they're botching forest management. Yes. And, and finally, within the last couple of years, Newsom admitted, yes, we have been botching it. We've been botching it for 100 years, and there is tremendous overgrowth in the forest, and that does feed the fires. But all these fires are natural fires from lightning strikes up in Canada. Oh, no arsonists? No, they don't seem to have... I mean, they don't have arsonists. Do they have, crimin do they have criminals in Canada? Uh, yeah, there's occasionally um, a shocking story of violence that comes out of Canada. Must be I think in, some guy ate people. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, I'm talking about, you know, a lot of street crime. I just don't hear much. Uh, Canadians nah. seem to be so peaceful. Well, there's so few of them and they're spread out. 
Yeah. The problem in this country, and particularly in the cities, people are too close together. They want to get on each other's nerves and kill each other uh, and steal stuff. Uh, It says here in 2017, they had a bunch of wildfires. A bunch of reports came out, recommended they do more forest management Mm -hmm. and increase spending to combat the risk. And there were many saying that that didn't really happen. No. uh, Six years later, it's come home. Because, you you know, they only had 23 controlled burns this year. By comparison, well, Wow, America had 150,000 control burns in 2019. Yeah, hmm. there's there's really been uh, a big change in how to handle uh, forest management in the last few years. Yeah, because that that that's what you do, and that's what the uh, Native Americans did for centuries. Right. And then uh, when we stomped in here, uh, you know, the white man stomped in here, we were full of arrogance, and uh, we said, no, no, we know how to handle this. Oh, yeah, we were and, and dumb. Then, You're right, because it says here indigenous groups in Canada were stopped from carrying out yeah. their own controlled fires. Now, when, when you spend hundreds of years in a place and you depend on the forest for all your food, right, you, 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 things have to grow, and you have to be able to forage for your food, and you have to make sure the animals are well taken care of because you need them as well. And when, when, when you're that tuned, and that's their whole, that was their whole job, right? For right. hundreds of years, right? They didn't go off to the office. They weren't driving on freeways. They spent all the daylight hours in some manner dealing with their surroundings, their natural surroundings. So there's a tremendous amount of wisdom that, that they, and they're, they were, they're very good at passing down the wisdom from generation to generation. Uh, we're a bunch of stupid clods. And then you well, had the environmentalists who are insane. Uh, and they, you, start, they started screaming, you can't touch the forest. You can't touch a single tree. No, not even a dead tree. Well, that combination was just awful. I'm looking at pictures of protesters. They're not in Canada. They were in Australia in 2019. But they are the people you're talking about. They're holding signs. Spring burns kill baby birds alive. Stop burning nesting birds. You know what? In any normal society, those people would be put away in a mental institution. That's crazy people. Some, for some reason, in recent years, they, these people have prominence. They're on a platform. They, they, they seem to control the policy. I don't know what it is, but almost all of their ideas are stupid, hysterical ideas. Again, not even worth discussion. Not even worth you know, a breath of your life entertaining or debating they're simply crazy people isn't there a way we could go in and evacuate the baby birds before we start burning and we could go in the there like, you, to, yes, like when I we tell we the should. homeless to i knew it when we tell the homeless you, to move out of a, an area you put out enough bait for her well i mean come on i did it's like a little bird seat i put it on the ground there <laughs> bring, bring her out of the news nest finally, uh, finally she jumped out and of she nest. did she poked I her did. beak out hmm? Baby bird? <laughs> we could go in there. Oh, it's probably killing other wildlife, too. I mean, when you just start burning things. Well, uh, how much is getting burned now? I, do, uh, do you know how many? You know how many uh, sh- is California doing more? Do we know? We have to look into that topic again, because that was a big thing in 2020. Well, that we, and I think Newsom said we were going to. But, but he, then again, remember he lied about the acreage? Remember that year? He, uh, he lies a lot. He lied um, about the acreage that was controlled burned in one of his uh, speeches at the beginning well, of the year. It was the, a couple of years back. Yeah. Uh, 12,741 square miles of forest and land has burned in the last six weeks. 12,000. I, I heard somebody say it was it was the size of two New Jerseys. Wow. So uh, there's a lot of birds in there. A lot of cooked birds. <laughs> cooked everything else. All right, we got more coming you up. You should have done something, Deborah. What could I do? Uh, you should have been up there.
collecting baby birds. I would if I could. Carrying the nests out of the burning forest. <laughs> you see her walking along with little baby <laughs> with birds little in nests, her arms. The nest. As you climb it, climb the trees. We need more goats. Right? Let's let's have the goats clear out oh, all the brush. Yes, exactly. And then nobody's hurt. Put the goats to work. They enjoy doing that. Yeah, they're, they're hungry. Need a billion goats in some of the areas of Canada are vast. <laughs> need a billion goats, I think. All right, John and Ken, Camp IA, 640 Live Everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the air, 1 to 4. And then after 4 o'clock, the iHeart app for the John and Ken on-demand podcast. We'd love to hear from you through the Moist line. Leave your message with that iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon. That's the way to do it. Easy. Uh, you can also call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. And we play those calls tomorrow during the 3 o'clock hour. All right, coming up after 1.30, Carl DeMaio will join us. He wants to talk about a report that came out Something called the Transparency Foundation, a nonpartisan uh, group that apparently took a look at California's voting system and uh, didn't give good grades on a lot of things like voter fraud, voter lists, signature reviews and voter suppression. They'll tell us what was in this report and just how important it is that you learn more coming up after the news at 1.30. Well, the story must be big, as you know, usually it's in May. I mean, we're in June now where the local television stations assign reporters to special tasks to go and mm. investigate more in depth. It's not going to be a 30-second story. It's going to be like a three-, four-minute report that they come back with. I mean, David Goldstein, for instance, who's been on our show many times and does great investigative reporting for CBS2 and KCAL9. So what I'm saying here is this must have been a big idea because they sent one of the longest-running television anchors mm. in Southern California to do it. To actually, and what did he do? He rode the metro train. Oh, put his I life was, on the put his life on the line for journalism. I, I, that's what they wanted to find out. Yeah. Uh, he rode the red line. This is ABC 7's Mark Brown. Let's listen. We've done a lot of stories lately about the metro's red line subway that runs between downtown and North Hollywood. The LAPD reports violent crime, which dipped during the pandemic, has more than doubled since 2020. And although the red line accounts for only about 10% of metro's ridership, it accounts for about a third of the system's violent crime. So I decided to take a look for myself. No camera crew, just an iPhone to see what it's like to ride the red line. I know you, sir. How are you doing? Thursday morning, 11 a.m. Outside the North Hollywood Metro Station, I saw two L.A. police officers, part of the department's beefed-up presence around the metro system. It comes after a surge in violence on the red line, two stabbings and two murders on or near red line stations. The agency's head of security says some of those officers from the LAPD, the Sheriff's Department, and the Long Beach PD do ride on the trains. If you're in one car and they're in a different car from you, you wouldn't see them. But we do have the law enforcement riding on the train. The red line, or B line as it's now called, stretches 16.4 miles from North Hollywood to Union Station with a total of 14 stops. 30 minutes into my ride, a woman gets on, starts acting erratically, talking gibberish, cursing, and threatening other passengers. Passengers around me clearly unsettled, but unlike other subway systems, the red line isn't built to allow you to move to another car. Oh. The thing about incidents like that one is that you're stuck. If this had happened on the street, on a sidewalk, you could have walked away, walked around or whatever, but you're stuck inside this metal tube and you can't get away. 
until the next stop. You guys ever worry for your safety at all? No, it's just uncomfortable. What do you think would have helped right there? What would have, what would have helped make it better? I saw law enforcement officers on three platforms along with armed private security guards. Part of what Metro calls its multi-layered approach to security are its transit ambassadors, unarmed representatives trained to help passengers find their way around with no security training or equipment. If something happens, they don't have walkie-talkies to summon law enforcement. They can call 911 on their cell phones or use a Metro app to call for help, just like any other passenger. There was no security present on this car during that woman's outburst, nor was there anyone there when this man, who appeared to be under the influence, pulled out a Sharpie and started tagging a seat, later pulling out a pipe. I saw and smelled smoke that I could not identify, neither tobacco nor marijuana. The man was asleep on the seat where the smoke came from. In fact, by now, several people were sleeping on this car at one in the afternoon. During my two-hour ride, I was never in outright fear for my safety, but I was never fully comfortable either. Would you take your family on a ride on the red line? I would. And I'm on the station. Uh, I'm on the system frequently. I'm not saying we don't have challenges. But what I am saying Challenges. is that we're working on the issues that we have, and we are working to make our system safer. A crackdown on drug use on the Metro Red and Purple Lines has led to 330 drug-related arrests and an 18% decrease in passenger complaints about drug use on the subway. Meanwhile, Mayor Karen Bass is exploring whether a dedicated Metro police force might streamline law enforcement tactics and communication on the entire system. Yeah. I, I, I tried to look her up. That Who? was a Metro woman. Uh, yeah, that, who was that little? Uh, uh, oh, I had the story yesterday. Don't have it right now. I think she was an official with Metro, one of their safety officials, or something like that. You know what? I saw this yesterday. She should be forced to prove that. I want to see you take your family on a Metro train and do it every day for a month. Go yeah, ahead. He only rode the train. I don't know how long he rode it there, but he ran into uh, somebody with a suspicious yeah. uh, smoke and then a crazy woman. Right. I mean, that's enough to keep me off forever. Yeah. I mean, uh, he, absolutely. And and that first few seconds when he said, there's no way to leave the train car. You're stuck in that tube. And I thought, exactly. I've taken that maybe twice in all the time I've lived out here. So I just didn't occur to me. It's like, wow, there is no way out. You can't just open the doors and move to the next car, right. which you can do on many trains. But so you are you are stuck in a tube with a lunatic or some guy smoking some you know toxic drug and that drug in a few minutes is going to make him insane, right? If he's doing crystal meth, oh yeah. good luck. So no, yeah. never go never go on the metro trains. I think you know people should stop using it. Make them go out of business because we spend billions of dollars every year. They're busy building more and more lines. And and extending lines, and I it's on Wilshire Boulevard now on the west side. I'm thinking, man, this is a freaking waste, and it's going to bring all these drug addicted lunatics to my side of town. That's what uh, one of the lines did to Santa Monica, became a dumping ground for uh, for the insane and the drug addicted. <laughs> and so now that now it's closer to my house. Uh, from today's reporting, a man in his 20s was found dead Thursday. That's today. Following a stabbing at an intersection in East L.A., the body was found in the street on the Metro Gold Line tracks north of the Indiana Station Park and Ride. Service was stopped. No arrests reported. Police investigating the stabbing. So don't know whether or not he was actually on the train and got stabbed or 
just ended up uh, staggering onto the tracks after he was stabbed somewhere else. But there's uh, another uh, report today on a, a Metro-affiliated uh, piece of violence. Oh, the woman who is uh, talking at the end? Yeah. Uh, Gina Osborne, chief safety officer. That's right. I knew she was something to do with Metro security. Yeah. Yeah, so, I like the way she couched that. No, yeah. I would have no problem taking my family on the line. We have challenges. Yeah, we have challenges. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever Like, you always point out, the vocabulary, man, now is just so, so people uh, just have to come up with new ways to phrase things to soften things. Wait, and when somebody uses phrases like that, it means they're full of crap. All right, so Gina Osborne's full of crap. We have challenges. There was a guy, I want to know, what happened to the guy that was set on fire? We don't hear about that, do we? Woman walked up to him, was it last year, last summer, year before? I think it was last year. Last year, uh, somebody walks up and sets him on fire. Whatever happened to that guy? Nobody talks about it. Did they arrest the person? Did the person go to prison? Did the guy live? Did, yeah. Did the guy live? Would you, uh, like, the, the the day after that happens, would Gina Osborne take her family on the train? No. Of course not. All right. Coming up next, we'll be talking to Carl DeMaio once again with, of course, the Reform California. And uh, he's also a talk show host in San Diego. He's going to talk about this report on California voter fraud. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at HighFiveCasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. You're probably careful with your personal information. But what about the other places that have it? Like the doctor's office that mixed up your files. They have your social security number. The power company that mistakenly cut your service has your payment info and last three addresses. And the hotel that lost your reservation has your passport info. Your information is in endless places out of your control. Any one of them could accidentally expose you to hackers and identity theft through lax security, breaches, or simple mistakes. But LifeLock monitors millions of data points every second and alerts you to a wide range of threats. If your identity is stolen, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will fix it, guaranteed, or your money back. With plans covering up to $3 million for stolen funds and expenses. Mistakes happen. Don't let not having protection be one of them. Save up to 40% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 40%. Terms apply. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Paid for by jackpot.com. You must be 18 or older to order a lottery ticket. Please play responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Listen up, Ohio. At jackpot.com, you can now buy your favorite lottery games, including Powerball, Mega Millions, Pick 3, Rolling Cash 5, 
and more right from your phone. Just choose your favorite lottery game, pick your lucky numbers, and get your winnings instantly. Buy official Powerball, Mega Millions, and pick three tickets right from your phone at jackpot.com. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket with your first play. I love playing the lottery, and jackpot.com makes it so easy because you can buy all your tickets right from your phone. Jackpot.com notifies me right away if I win. It's safe and secure, and I never have to worry about losing my lottery tickets again. This is the greatest thing ever. I can buy tickets right on my phone for all my favorite state lottery games while I'm sitting on my couch at home. Don't wait. Go to jackpot.com and buy lottery tickets on your phone. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket with your first play. Go to jackpot.com. That's jackpot.com. Jackpot.com. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the air, one till four after four o'clock, John and Ken On Demand podcast. Catch up on what you missed. Yeah, well, we're going to talk now, uh, as we do every now and then, about the California's voter system. The headline is California got a failing grade on a uh, report after an audit finds evidence of voter fraud, inaccurate voter lists, inadequate signature reviews, voter suppression, all of these things. Let's bring on Carl DeMaio, who's with the Transparency Foundation, uh, described here as nonpartisan, which uh, uh, put out this audit, this report. Carl, how are you? Thanks, guys, for having me on. And uh, let me start out by saying I do not believe in conspiracy theories. I always say uh, you need to speak with facts and data and evidence. And this report is really a bombshell, and it confirms a lot of the concerns that people have from all across the political spectrum, Democrats, independents, and Republicans. And so let me start there. Um, California has the worst election process in the country. This is according to the Transparency Foundation. They have a 10-point assessment methodology that looks at everything from how does the state maintain their voter rolls to whether they do signature reviews and verification of identity to whether it's easy uh, to vote on election day or whether there's not enough polling stations. So they they took this 10-point methodology and California failed nine out of 10 of the criteria. And worse than that, uh, what the audit found, because they did an audit of the election, they found uh, that the voter rolls are not properly maintained. There's millions of people on the voter rolls that moved out of the state are no longer eligible voters. They found uh, 56% of ballots that were rejected for bad signatures um, were not verified by the voters who allegedly cast them, despite repeated contact by the county election office with those voters. Um, then the audit team actually found some of those people who did not verify that the ballot was theirs and actually did interviews with them and found that 14.17% of them denied ever voting. So here you have a ballot, the signature doesn't match, it's rejected, and you've got the voters saying, I moved out of the state, I didn't vote, uh, I don't know why someone returned that because it's not me. Uh, and so w- what we're seeing here is clear evidence of a weak system that produces fraud. How much fraud, we don't know, but there is fraud that's proven in this audit, and that needs to be addressed. And it shouldn't be a partisan issue. This should be a bipartisan issue. Why is it so difficult to maintain an accurate voting list? I, I, I'm well, always, is it just this <laughs> stupid laziness? They just don't feel like working? No, no, it's actually... Um, in some counties, it could be incompetence and laziness. Like L.A. has the worst registrar or voter in, in the nation. Okay, I can tell you that right now. But uh, the state of California Democrat Secretary of State actually 
issues regulations to county election offices on what they can and cannot do to clean up their list. And the regulations make it impossible to maintain an accurate list. Uh, another thing that's not being done by the counties is that under federal law, they're supposed to put voters who don't vote in successive elections into a file called inactive voters. And the county is supposed to then reach out to the voter to find out if they're still at that 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 place of residence. Uh, they haven't been doing that. And that led to Los Angeles County getting sued for having over a million ineligible voters on their rolls just two years ago. Uh, we also know that the Secretary of State is is making it impossible for county offices to reject signatures. And, and, and here's, here's the subject of a lawsuit that I think will be filed shortly on the basis of this audit. Our auditors looked at the, re, the signature rejection rate in each of the counties. And in California, the regulations are so bad and these election offices are so uneven in terms of their quality that Sacramento County rejected 438% fewer signatures <laughs> than the in, than the state average. So if you if you have this wide disparity of signature reviews, it raises a concern that there's no equal protection and due process in the statewide election. So there are a lot of problems here and the media does not want to acknowledge this, but the polling shows 60% of Californians, according to the Berkeley IGS poll from November of 22, uh, 2022, 60% of Californians, Democrats, independents, and Republicans, um, they have concerns about voter fraud, and they think well, the system could lead to voter fraud. Since we have uh, you know, millions of illegal aliens in the state, is there any sense of how many of those are voting or how many are using those identities? To, to That's a good question. File fake votes. Yeah. So uh, we did have uh, uh, actual evidence and proof that illegal immigrants have been registered to vote and they are getting ballots. Uh, we had an election hotline where people could actually take pictures of their ballots, report um, erroneous ballots, and one business owner in San Diego sent a picture in of a ballot to an employee who is an illegal immigrant. The person lives in uh, Tijuana, actually. And uh, they work in San Diego, and uh, the, the ballot went to the, the place of business as though they were a registered voter. Um, and the person's, again, not a citizen. Another thing that we know is not happening is when you get a jury summons, the, 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 the list that the jury commissioner in each county uses to summon you to come serve on jury service is a, a jury duty is the, the voter registration list. And The first box that you can check as, as to excuses as to why you don't get to serve on the jury is that you're not a U.S. citizen. Well, the jury commissioners in the, each of the counties, we asked them for this, this data. They refused to provide <laughs> a list of people <laughs> who, who said that they were illegal immigrants and not citizens. Again, the only list the jury commissioner uses is the voter registration list. And yet the number one box that's being checked is I'm not a citizen. So, but, they're, but they're on the you know, voter rolls. But they're on the voter rolls. That's roll. how they got so, the invitation. Yeah. Now, wow. what Democrats will say is, well, it doesn't mean they're voting. Oh, okay. <laughs> All I, I right. acknowledge that. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, uh, you know, an open bank, you know, with well, open but, cash registers, it doesn't mean that, you know, the money's going to be stealing. stolen tonight, but eventually it will be. What about ballot harvesting? Because I find just the concept to be preposterous. I mean, I, I just. It, it, yeah. I, I, I would just it, it, assume that that is a major source of fraud. 
it, it certainly opens the door wider to fraud. Okay, so think about this. You have a voter list that's not maintained. You have illegal immigrants that are being put on the voter rolls because of motor voter. Then you do an all mail out ballot. Okay, so everyone, everyone's getting mail in ballots uh, that are mailed out. Uh, these are all floating around. I call them orphan ballots at that point uh, because nobody has chain of custody. Then you empower people to go out with Hoover vacuum machines and suck up the ballots through ballot harvesting. Then you don't check the signatures. And what do you have? You've got this process that is begging for fraud. And again, I, I want to restore confidence in democracy. I want people to trust that their vote counts and that no impropriety is occurring. And this is a bipartisan issue. It should be a bipartisan issue. Shame on the liberal media for ignoring this. Shame on the Democrats for making well, this because the way it is they're today. winning. They're winning by such huge margins in California. There are not many competitive elections anymore in the state. This is like the Soviet Union now or Saddam Hussein's Iraq. Everyone who's supposed to win wins and wins by big margins. So there, there's no incentive to run a clean election because it, I, it I, works for them. Yeah. And I just got to assume that all the people on the inside, they know all the things that you have listed here. They know it. They don't care. They, they do. like it this way. Uh, we talked to a lot of – there's a lot of good people, though, that we talked to who – all of our interviews were not for attribution. We talked to county election officials. They shared their frustration with the process because they want to do a good job. They want to have a, a high-integrity election. But they continually point to state law, state regulations, state politicians who've made it impossible. So people can review the full report themselves, and we're, we're planning to do litigation. We're planning to do uh, a follow-up audit. People can review all of this at electionintegrityca.com, electionintegrityca.com. We need people to join the fight if we're going to have better uh, integrity in our elections. All right, Carl, thank you very much for coming on again and uh, bringing our audience up to date on this. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Here. That's Carl DeMaio with uh, Reform California, Transparency Foundation, and their audit on the California vote, finding a significant uh, fraud rate, particularly with people. Uh, they, they contacted people when they you know, had to cure the ballots where the signatures don't match, and some people said, oh, I never voted. That's, that can't be me. And there was a significant rate there of like 15% yeah. almost. And, yeah, I wonder how they voted. Uh, which well, way you got one side go? that it, that's why we're doing mail-in because the Democrats that control the state think if we throw all the ballots out there, we're going to do better. And it seems that they but do. They do. They have done better. They've that's done why a it's lot suspicious. Better. That's yes. when they ended up with uh, better than a two-thirds majority in the Senate and the Assembly. Uh, right. If you want the list of uh, 10 criteria that the Transparency Foundation graded California on, it was a pass-fail basis for all 10. Public trust and confidence, they failed. Accurate maintenance of voter lists, fail. Verifying identity of voters, fail. Failed. Confirmation of eligibility and citizenship, fail. Accessibility of voting, fail. Security of election systems, fail. Interference in elections, fail. Unbiased and accurate ballot titles, oh, fail. <laughs> the one thing they passed was individual ballot tracking and curing. Oh, I, yeah, that's what that means we, after the signatures don't match. It's curing as you're trying yeah. to find out what happened. Right, right. But then they do track the ballots because when we vote, we get those little text messages saying right. the ballots arrived and your ballots counted. And then post-election auditing is a fail. So that's nine fails, one pass. It's a corrupt system. All right. Like any good third world banana republic.
More coming up. Uh, so you want to quit your job? Well, you might think again if you worked for this company. John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. Hey, the Moist Line is back tomorrow. So one of the last warnings to get your calls in for this week, use the iHeartRadio app to connect to the Moist Line, the microphone icon. Call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Well, we have cartel news now. How often? We haven't talked about the Mexican drug cartels in a while. We're going to talk about one that apparently expanded its operations beyond drug trafficking, extortion, kidnapping, and as we like to say, smuggling human beings, too. How about call center fraud? I'm not kidding you. Apparently, eight young workers who were employed by a drug cartel in Mexico, it was their job to defraud mostly Americans in a real estate scam. Basically, it looks like these were people that had timeshares in places in Mexico like Puerto Vallarta, and they got contacted by these call center people, must have gotten their phone numbers or some list, and were told, oh, we can get you out of your timeshare. We, 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 have, a, we have a buyer. We're going to send you the documents. Apparently, a lot of these young people that worked in this call center uh, speak English. So they were able to make this connection and act very official. It says in the story that they actually sent very official-looking Mexican documents to some of the people. It was a very, very sophisticated scam. And I'm not saying whether it worked or it didn't work. The story is, well, at least eight of them decided that they didn't want to do this anymore. So they quit their jobs, and now they've been found as a bag of bones. Mm. Yeah. Well, Apparently, they were, they were murdered. Uh, they, that, they, that, that is a real tough exit interview, huh? Yeah, suspicions rose last week when heaps of hacked-up body parts were found in wow. plastic bags. They hacked you up into pieces just for leaving? Some jobs you just can't quit. That was a message <laughs> to other workers. You do not quit a cartel job. Wow. It's like mafia You can get stuff. fired, I suppose, but you do not quit on us. Uh, I don't think you want to get them mad enough to fire you, though, do you? Uh, that could I, be that could have consequences too. I mean, yeah, so relatives just, said uh, they they didn't come home from work. Do we know what happened? They were working at a call center in Guadalajara. No, oh. so the investigation. I guess uh, they went okay. to the policeman out there and started searching around. They eventually found the plastic bags. Brush that out as a career path. Oh, no call center work in Mexico, and also cross out buying a condo in Mexico. It is a nasty uh, punishment either. for defrauding probably a lot of Americans with their timeshare problems. Uh, forensics examiners, they say it was probably well, it was six men and two women who were reported missing. This happened in the middle of May. So, so the FBI had said earlier this year that uh, if uh, that uh, if you had one of these condos and you wanted to sell, you were contacted via email by scammers who said they had a buyer lined up. But you, the seller, had to pay taxes and other fees. And then people paid, and the deals disappeared. Hmm. You know what? You deserve that. You really do. If you are after, after how was it, like tw- almost 30 years of email, you're still responding to scam emails? <laughs> paying money to uh, the Mexican cartel to get you out of a uh, condo? Come on. This was the Jalisco New Generation Cartel, considered Mexico's most violent gang that was operating. And apparently family members thought that they were working for a legitimate call center, did not know they were working for a cartel. 
They're mm. famous for their ruthless treatment of supposed traitors, informants, or turncoats. They didn't know, huh? The relatives apparently didn't know. They thought they're, they're kids, so they're all under 30 years Even old. Even though the boss is walking around with a submachine gun, that didn't, <laughs> they didn't tip them off? Now, in other news related to cartels, Long Beach is getting the wife of El Chapo. Emma oh, Corono Asporo, who's the wife of Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, is being transferred to a halfway house in Long Beach to finish out her prison sentence. Yes, she's a former teenage beauty queen, born near San Francisco, married Guzman when she was 18 and he was 50. Hmm. There's a little uh, spring fall romance. <laughs> because she's a U.S. citizen, she gave birth to her twin daughters in Los Angeles County in 2011. While Guzman was hiding. They eventually caught up with her and she was sentenced in November of 2021 to three years in prison. Money laundering and willfully conspiring to distribute drugs. What I like about this story is she helped his escape from prison back in 2015 by smuggling in a GPS watch disguised as a food item. Was it like in a burrito? A gas. Yeah. And that helped him dig a tunnel underneath the Mexican prison and yeah. find the right direction to go. So. Sure. And the uh, the guys running the prison just looked the other way while a tunnel was being dug. You hear <laughs> anything? No, I don't hear anything. He used a spoon. It was very quiet. It took a while. <laughs> <laughs> it was always in the movies. You hear the scraping? Sitcom, the, the guy says, let's take a tunnel with this little spoon. All right, it could take a thousand years. Uh, 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 during her sentencing, she's had true regret for any and all harm caused. No, she hasn't. Do you think she's still going to be able to resume a life of riches when she's released? Because the sons I, now run the thing, right? I, I, well, I don't know. Did she violate any uh, any codes, uh, codes of secrecy? Oh, she might get in trouble. Right, she, she's right. either going to have. You a think she's going to stay in the U.S.? She's either going to have a great life, right? Because nobody's going to screw with uh, Guzman's wife, or uh, someone's going to come and get her because she spilled too much somewhere through through you know throughout the case. Talk yeah. too much. I mean, Guzman's got the life sentence plus 30 uh, years just I'm, for good measure in the Supermax prison in Colorado. But his sons, I believe, have been operating. I think they didn't have one yeah. son, but there's other sons operating his, his cartel business. I'm, I'm guessing that she probably didn't spill any good details because they did send her to prison for three years. Yeah, I don't so, think you'd want to do that. No, no. You got, it's, it's, it's like the mafia. And I'm sure she didn't marry him for the money and the riches of being a... No. The wife of a cartel oh, drug kingpin. No. no, she wanted to live a wealthy life. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little bump in the road there, three years in prison. Right, right. Now, now it's back to uh, opulence. It was smart of her to come here to give birth to the kids. And she's oh, yeah. allowed to because she's a U.S. citizen, and now they have uh, dual citizenship. Yeah, so. they, they know how to rig the system. They, they know how stupid we are. <laughs> we're we're going we're gonna to turn the family members of the biggest drug king, kingpin ever into U.S. citizens. Yeah, that's smart. All right, when we return, our guest is a woman by the name of Megan McCarthy. She used to be a San Bernardino County deputy. She got involved in 2019. It was one of these domestic violence calls, and she got attacked viciously by a man in Victorville. Uh, there was cell phone video of the attack, or at least part of it. Why she's coming on the show is that she can't believe that her attacker has been found not guilty by a jury. And she's doing a lot of interviews to make the point a uh, big flaw in the justice system. Her attacker did suffer from mental illness, but you'll hear the whole story coming up next. 
Johnny Ken, KFI, AM 640. We're live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.